The following program, the Fox World Travel Show, is paid for in full by Fox World Travel. The advice and opinions expressed during the Fox World Travel Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Fox World Travel and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Whether you're planning the trip of a lifetime or just a weekend getaway, the Fox World Travel Show will be your guide. Vacation. On WTMJ. And Rose Gray is off today, but joining us is Colleen Allsberg. She is a senior destination specialist of group vacations at Fox World Travel. I'm Libby Collins in for Dayton Kane. And of course, we're going to be taking your calls and texts on the Old National Bank talk and text line at 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old, but... Let's get young with Colleen. You just got back <laughs> from Alaska yourself. I did, Libby. Um, oh, my God, what an amazing trip I had. Um, I've been watching Rose as well, and she's having some great weather up there. Um, I actually got uh, two trips in this year with groups, and my last trip was 98 folks, and we had amazing weather. We saw Denali for three whole days. Wow. Uh, we did uh, just a lot of fun things. We had um, just a great group of people. They really had some neat experiences from glaciers and whales, so many whales, uh, beautiful uh, sunsets, gorgeous, everything. Are they all the same kind of whales, or do you see different whales? You see hump, mostly humpback and orca, and this year they saw a lot more orca than I've, that I've heard in the past, uh, especially down when we were in Seward. They got onto the Kenai Fjords uh, boat trip out to see glaciers, and they saw every kind of marine life that you could come across, and then they even saw orcas breaching, which I am thrilled for oh. them. Oh, is that amazing. So hopefully Rose is going to have more similar experiences when she gets back. I hope so. She hops on to the cruise ship tomorrow morning, and uh, she'll be taking off doing her inside passage cruise down to Vancouver. Yeah, i got to talk to you about a trip I saw that you're going to be taking yeah, this spring. Yeah. You're going to Japan. I am. That, you know what? I don't remember anybody from Fox ever talking about a, a Japan trip before. That is correct. We've never done a J- Japan trip before. I was batting it around uh, going by myself because I'm kind of running out of bucket list items, and I really wanted to get to Japan, and so my boss uh, said, hey, want to try and run a group? And I said, I would love to try and run a group, and instead of cruising it, we're going to do a land tour now with Globus, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, okay, so you get to Japan, which is basically an island, but it's a series of islands, isn't it? Correct, yes. Yeah. So and we're going to be based on on the main island mostly. Uh, we'll be doing some uh, just some neat things, too, that you can't normally do when you're doing it from a cruise ship. So we'll be doing, like, kimono uh testing <laughs> fittings we'll be doing we'll paint our own chopsticks i mean there's some neat little things we'll take the bullet train so a lot of cool things the, in there. the bullet train in japan i mean that is i don't think they have that anywhere else in the world do they i i don't think so not that fast so i'm kind of excited about that and i i don't know a lot about japan but i'm really starting to learn uh, more as i get closer i'm going in April of the next year, and I have six seats left. So, I, if anybody's still interested, it's a, I think it's a great price for what we're doing, and uh, just take a peek. Well, and that's that's the thing that I was really fascinated with that. I always thought Japan was very expensive to travel there, but your price point on this is amazing. Yeah, it's not too bad, um, and it includes just about everything, so there's not much extra out-of-pocket that you'll be uh, going from. And they could take a peek at the itinerary and all the inclusions and everything on foxworldtravel.com under our group vacations. It's listed there, so, and like I said, just a few seats left. We're going to take a small group. We're not taking hundreds of people. Um, it's going to be very intimate and personal. We're just going to have a lot of fun. Oh, sounds like a, an amazing trip. Now, another trip that you're doing, 
springtime in Paris. Isn't that, doesn't that just sound lovely? I, it does. Yeah. I, I, I just love, I, I want to sing when I hear that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, 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 there's no bad time to go to Paris, but springtime is absolutely gorgeous. So, um, I, I haven't put my name on it because it's kind of close to my Japan trip, but I would love to do it. Uh, but I'm sure someone from our department is going to uh, take you around Paris and do all the right things. It's just the blossoms are out. It's just a nice time. Uh, the weather is just starting to get beautiful. The crowds are down. Uh, you can walk along the Champs-Élysées or the Seine or go take a, a trip up the Eiffel Tower, Montmartre. It's just uh, uh, Paris is fantastic. Is it just Paris or are they going out? Uh, we it's based on Paris, but we'll have some um, optionals that'll take you out out of the town a little bit as well. So, and we can kind of customize too if they want to go maybe out to Normandy or, or to uh, maybe Giverny, Monet's Gardens, things like that. Well, and, and you know, and that's one of the things I love about working with Fox is you will customize trips. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we not only do we customize for our own groups, we'll do it for people if they want to customize a family group or any kind of group that they have just give us a call and we'll make sure you get it done for you we know you've got a lot of questions for colleen allsberg she is in for rose gray today so if you want to get through we've got the old national bank talk and text line open at 855-616-1620 planning a vacation we've got you covered you're listening to the fox world travel show on wtmj Rose is still enjoying Alaska. Colleen Ellsberg is here with us. I'm Libby Collins, and we've got a question coming in on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Somebody's going on a Uniworld River cruise from Prague to Budapest in October, Colleen, and they've never been on a river cruise. What can they experience? I mean, what what, what should they expect? Wow, I am... Uh, first of all, I'm jealous because absolutely the best river cruise line is Uniworld, as far as I'm concerned. Don't tell some other people. Uh, but I, I really enjoy them. Uh, there's a several that I use, but Uniworld is just unique. Um, you're going to, first of all, the, the itinerary is neat. Um, I'm assuming you're going to probably spend two nights in Prague, and then you'll take a, a short bus ride to the river, and then they'll take you down to Budapest. Um, and uh, the ship itself uh, is very going to be very ornate so get ready for that um when you say ornate uh, describe that they um Uniworld does something different. Uh, there's a lot of, I guess, called cookie-cutter type ships out there, and Uniworld doesn't want that. So each of their ships are completely different. And the Tolman family that owns uh, the Uniworld brand, the the um, the mother and daughters go shopping, and they'll find unique pieces of artwork. And uh, when, like, Tavern on the Green closed uh, down, they went there and they bought the chandelier. And really? They, and one of my favorite Uniworld ships is almost like in black and white, where they've taken photos of old-time um, celebrities and they line the the um, the narrow alleyways to the cabins with these beautiful pictures uh, everything is first class uh, the rooms are beautiful that's what I was gonna say describe a, a room on one of their ships. yeah actually the cabins are really nice they are you're gonna love the beds for one thing you're gonna just fall into a cloud they have fabulous uh, amenities in the bathroom so very high high-end amenities like L'Occitane uh, you'll walk in and you'll see an amazing headboard that's probably a quilted beautiful uh, canopied headboard of some sort and wonderful duvets and 
big pillows and a little sitting area. And if you've got a French balcony, you can open your window and you'll have fresh air and a beautiful view of the world and the, and the riverside. Uh, so they're, they're not huge, but, um, most cabins on river cruises can't be huge. They have to fit in locks. They have, um, certain, uh, dimensions they can be. Uh, but, um, and going through the locks is fun. Um, the, uh, and then they have like the lounges, lounge areas, a lot of windows, uh, great food, uh, wonderful, um, experience there. Um, Uniworld is one of the few river cruises that it's all inclusive. So you'll, you can get your beautiful wine pairings with dinner. Um, you can go have a cocktail before, uh, before dinner. You can have a beer at lunch, uh, some mimosas at a breakfast and just a, a wonderful experience. When somebody compares a river cruise like this to a more traditional just cruise on a major ship. What, what's the difference in the experience for individuals? Well, the, the biggest difference is that you're going to be on a ship that holds probably maximum 180 people. And I know with Uniworld, it's probably going to be about 120. So it's very personal service. So that's the number one. And number two is you're on a river, so you're not going to have to be dealing with any tides or bad weather or rocking and rolling. You're not going to get you're seasick. You're not going to get seasick. No, yeah. no exactly. Um, and then when, when you uh, do a river cruise there's always a tour included every day in the price so it's usually uh maybe a morning tour and they they'll keep the the group small maybe 20 30 people in each group and they'll bring on wonderful local guides that'll take you into cities you've never heard of you're going to be going to places um like Wurz, you know like bamberg and uh rotenberg and um, just all these beautiful little towns um i'm actually leaving on a river cruise in october and i'm going to places like cologne and dernston and melk places you've never heard of most likely and uh that's the best part about it you walk off these little ships it takes you 10 minutes tops to get off and and you're in when you're on the ship though later on in the day yeah. do they have any experiences or any sort of entertainment on board they do but they're, you're not going to be looking at these big raunchy shows that they have in theaters there's no casino on board uh, usually they bring in local entertainment every every night for sure they'll have a piano player and maybe a little combo and then during the day they are uh, the d- evening before dinner or after dinner they might bring in um, just a, a local band or some kind of act of some sort. Uh, I had a one, uh, there's the, these three ladies from, I believe they're Romanian, they come on and do the Andrew Sisters. So it's very, it's very low-key um, entertainment, so nothing too extravagant, but it's comfortable and it's it's relaxing entertainment where you can sit back, have an after-dinner drink, enjoy the show, and then go to bed because you're going to be very busy on these tours. Sounds magnificent. All right, we are here with Colleen Allsberg, who just came back from Alaska. As a matter of fact, we've got a question about Alaska on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. We're going to get to that and so much more. It's all ahead on the Fox World Travel Show. Take your travel tips from the travel experts. Welcome back to the Fox World Travel Show on WTMJ. And we're here with Colleen Allsberg and for Rose Gray. I'm Libby Collins and for Dayton Kane. And we've got a lot of questions coming in on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Somebody here is booked on an Alaskan cruise. You know all about that one, Colleen. I do. And they're leaving from Seattle next August. Do you have recommendations for hotels near the port? And how long should they plan to to take to get from the hotel to the port. Oh, there's so many hotels in Seattle. So, and the, there's also a couple of cruise ports. So it depends on which one you're um, sailing out of. Um, I know that Norwegian sails out on a different one than Holland America. So um, I'm going to just kind of guess. Um, 
take a look at uh, what's in the area. There's some nice Hiltons down in the downtown area. Um, if you want to save some money, though, you could stay by the airport and just uh, take in, uh, maybe do a tour of some sort of the city or out to Boeing or the things that you can do. Um, and as far as getting to um, the port uh, from one of the hotels by the airport, it's probably, I would give it 45 minutes or so. Um, it's a, not a bad ride, but, and in the past, and I've just, I did this a couple years ago, I just took a cab. It was just so much easier or Uber than trying to get yourself back to the airport, being in the masses and masses of people that are coming in that day from flights and then waiting for buses to fill and you're, you're just in line forever. So weigh out the options. It might be a little bit more expensive to take a a cab or an Uber, but it's going to save you a lot of time. How much ahead of time should you board those ships when you, when you're talking about a large ship? Yeah, usually uh, some of them are actually giving you boarding times now, which is kind of neat. Uh, Princess is actually doing that with their medallion class ships where they will send you an email that says you are allowed to board between 1 and 2 p.m. So they're they're doing quick turns. They're running their seven days a week they, without any stopping. So they need to get the people off first, and then they'll quick turn it, clean it, and get it ready for you. So you, normally you could start boarding maybe about noon, um, and then uh, they a lot of them leave 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And what's the advantage of getting on a ship? two or three hours before it's scheduled to leave? Uh, first of all, the, then you know you're on the ship, because that's scary. I've done that where I've uh, been the last one on because of delayed flights and things like that. Also a good reason to come in a day early. Um, and also it's a nice time to kind of explore before you start sailing and uh, before all the masses of people are all on already. And if you're on a couple hours before you sail, then you can kind of discover the ship, go check out all the venues and uh, make you know unpack, get your cabin all set up and things like that. And meet some friends. Absolutely. All right. Now, somebody here has a question about solo river cruises. I, I imagine they're talking about that that one-person supplement? Correct. Yeah, in most cases when you river cruise, you do pay that single supplement. But uh, quite honestly, uh, out there, I would check with one of our advisors because a lot of the river cruises offer a single waiver. Even on some of our groups, we get single waivers where you're going to pay just the cost of one person in a double cabin. Uh, they're very limited, but a lot of the cruise lines are doing that now because they know they want to keep their solo um, travelers happy. Are you seeing a lot of cruise lines cater more to to solo travelers? Absolutely, and uh, they. It, it, what's wonderful about solo traveling is, which is something I do a lot as well, is that once you're on that river cruise, it's you're not alone. I mean, if you want to be alone, you can be. You can do your own thing, but you can always have someone to eat with because uh, it's open seating, dining. Um, it's you never feel like you're at a loss and alone. Um, you can take the tours with people, but then again, if you want to be alone, you absolutely can as well. Now, I've read some of these things on these larger ships where they have almost like a dedicated area to yes. solo travelers. Explain explain that. Yes, um, Norwegian Cruise Lines does that, or NCL as we call them. Uh, they have uh, specific cabins for solo travelers. So, again, you're paying a lower cost. You're not paying that heavy uh, double price. And uh, the Norwegian uh, ship that I know of that has that, uh, the, the cabins are teeny tiny. You pretty much got to jump into bed from the door, but uh, it saves you the money. And then they have a, an area, just a lounge, just for solo travelers. So if you're uh, a little bit uncomfortable being out and about uh, the big cruise ship, you can go to this little lounge. You can meet people there, maybe meet somebody to go have dinner with uh, I mean, and have some drinks. And they do a little programs for you right there. So it's kind of a, a really nice thing for people traveling by themselves. I would imagine you get to meet a lot of people, too, that way. I think so, too. I think it would be wonderful, especially when you're on these two, 3,000 passenger ships. 
All right. Here's another one. Uh, Colleen, we booked with you next August to go to Alaska. Still wondering how to pack for two weeks. Oh, that's come Colleen on. and Mike. <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question because packing for Alaska is awful, <laughs> just so you know. Um, I just uh, unpacked for Alaska. And what, what you got to do is you just got to take a lot of layers because you never know what the weather is going to be like. When we were up at Fairbanks, it was in the 80s. And so people were, I, I blew through my three T-shirts and like, <laughs> two days because I was sweating the entire time. Uh, but then we get to the coast and it's cool and then you want to bundle up. So you kind of have to uh, dress in layers. And because you booked with us, you'll get our famous fox red jacket, which is perfect uh, for uh, weather, um, you know, bad rain or mist or something. Uh, but it's a really hard one to pack for. Um, I, I, I basically bring very casual, very comfortable clothing. Um, I'll pack a few nice things for the evening, a couple of evenings on the ship. I'll put those away until you get to the ship. And then the rest of the time, just casual, comfortable layers. On the ship, is there a way to wash your clothes? Absolutely. Uh, I, I love that. Um, they do have laundry service. You can load a bag up for one price and send it out. It'll be back the next day. So if you want, and, and there's also places along the way, if, uh, depending on which trip you're with on um, with me, um, you can do laundry in, in Seward. You can do laundry in Whitehorse. So there's there's places we can find for you. All right. We've got Colleen Allsburg here. A lot of questions coming in on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Plan a perfect vacation, no matter your budget. This is the Fox World Travel Show on WTMJ. I'm Libby Collins here for Dayton Kane, and we've got Colleen Allsburg here for Rose Gray, who's still in Alaska. Yeah, can we hear about her experiences? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we've got a lot of texts coming in on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Uh, Romy from Antioch, Illinois, says their junior high daughter is going on a school European group tour next year. Uh, now this offers, it's, it's what EF tours offers travel insurance, but, but it's more expensive and less coverage compared to insuremytrip.com where they usually buy travel insurance. What do you suggest they do? Um, I would suggest they compare several of the prices because it doesn't matter. I, I don't think it'll matter whether you buy it from EF or if you just do your own thing. Um, so I would check, uh, insure my trip, check that price, do a comparison. And then also just for sake of argument, maybe look at TravelGuard as well, TravelGuard.com. It's a, a wonderful trip insurance that we use based out of Wisconsin here. Um, and take a peek at that, see what kind of prices they're getting. Uh, I'm assuming because she's younger, it's not going to be too expensive. But maybe um, it'll kind of give you a, a, a comparison to look at and decide which way you want to go. Do you always recommend getting insurance if you're oh, in the country? Oh my gosh, absolutely! Not even uh, the country, even Alaska. If you're you've put a lot of money and investment into a trip, and something could happen, uh, we just had someone break a hip on the trip, oh. and you don't know what the costs are to airlift or to ambulance, or and then the, all the surgeries and things that could happen while you're out of the country or even out of the state. So absolutely, we highly recommend. Travel insurance. Okay, here's another question. We're considering going to Guatemala, and they'd be arriving late at night. They're looking into an eSIM card for their cell phone so they'd have service when they arrive, and they're just wondering, have you had any experience with an eSIM, and do you recommend it? Well, I, I'm not with an eSIM per se. I, I'm not quite sure if that's an electronic version of a SIM card. I've had a lot of experience with SIM cards. I recently went to Egypt, and they put, purchased a 
SIM card for my phone uh, for me, and it was fantastic. From the moment they popped my uh, my own phone SIM card out and put that one in, I had fantastic service from the get-go, texting, uh, data, um, and calling without any problems. So I have absolutely take a peek at that. And I noticed that there's several different prices for uh, those eSIM cards. So I would probably, um, depending on how long your trip is, maybe uh, bump it up a little bit and pay for a little bit more for that SIM card. But again, if you're leaving the country, get a SIM card. Absolutely. I think it's just a great, uh, great thing to do. It's just a lot easier than trying to, I mean, you can check with your provider. If you have Verizon, US Cellular, AT&T, a lot of them are doing um, international type plans just so you can double check with them to see what they're offering and if it's worth the money. Uh, but a SIM card might be a little cheaper in the long run as well. And then you've got um, great um, connection to the entire country. All right. Now, here's somebody else planning their first European trip in 2025. Boy, they're planning way out there, That's aren't they? That's oh, wonderful. Uh, it, but they want to know, would you recommend a traditional trip, I guess a land trip, or a river cruise? They're both young, so walking is not a problem. Okay. Uh, I'm happy that you're planning this far out. That's fantastic. Uh, it depends on where you're going as well. For uh, If you're going to Italy, then um, I would probably do a land trip. Just, they have one river in Italy. It's a little harder to river cruise it, um, but you can if you want to. Um, and if you're planning on doing many different countries, I'm going to uh, shout out uh, to my great friends at Avalon Riverways. They do a fantastic job um, with... If you're doing maybe like an Amsterdam, you're going from the Netherlands down to Germany, down to Austria, down to Switzerland, anything like that where you have multi-country and you want to try a river cruise, they have wonderful active type uh, tours that you can take as well. So you can do some hiking, biking, um, all kinds of uh, neat active kayaking I've seen um, in the south of France. Um, so the the difference between um, doing a traditional tour is you're going to be on buses and you're going to be living out of a suitcase. You're going to be doing a night here, a night there, maybe two nights here and there. Uh, with a river cruise, you unpack once, you're done, put your bag under the under the bed, and you're you take off. You're all you've got included. Um, all your tours are included. Your meals are included. Your drinks can be included. So it just depends. I would say on where you're going. Yeah, I mean, if you're on land and you're on your own, you're going to spend a lot of money as Absolutely. far as meals and yeah. snacks and drinks and souvenirs and all that fun stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The river cruise, all you have to buy is souvenirs. If you're going to Europe for the first time, what? Where would you? plan that trip i mean would you just say stay in one country would you try to do multiple countries and in europe you're so well traveled what is like the one place that if you're gonna cross the pond you need to go there oh my god that is a very loaded question <laughs> um, i well the first time i went to europe i did nine countries are you kidding because you can they're so close i how I, long were you there i was there was that about 18 days? Wow. And we, Nine countries. Yes, but we ran, and you know, I count the Vatican as one country, of course. I was in Italy, and the Vatican is a country. Uh, but we, we flew into, oh my gosh, I think Munich. So we did Germany, Austria, Italy. We did um, Yugoslavia, because that's how long ago it was. It was Yugoslavia when I went there. And we just, we had, we did Switzerland and had a lot of fun. Um, it, that's kind of a neat first time trip to Europe because you can get an overview of the cultures over there. And they're so different. You know, Germany, Austria, eh, somewhat the same. But you go to Italy and now you're in a totally new, wonderful area and the food is different and the experiences are different. So to say, that 
where you'd have to go for your first trip, it's really, it's hard. That's a hard question. But that's why you need a travel advisor. Absolutely. That's why you need to call Fox. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen Allsberg is here. We've got a lot of questions coming in on the old National Bank talk and text line, and we'll have more of that all ahead. Gotta get away? No one does it better. Back to more of the Fox World Travel Show with Rose Gray on WTMJ. Rose is in Alaska, but Colleen's back from Alaska. Colleen Olsberg here with us. I'm Libby Collins. And, uh, you know, if you're going to go somewhere, the first call, uh, at least in my opinion, should be to Fox World Travel because you know all about exploring. Exactly. And nice lead in there, Libby. (laughs) We've got a promo going on right now that's called Let's Explore, and we're really excited because we've got some neat um, promotional um, items coming up, and so, and just what we've been talking about this morning, uh, right now, Avalon Waterways has some great savings for 23 Europe yet, so if you're still excited about getting out to Europe this fall, a great time to be there, and they've got some river cruises and some fly-free offers. Uh, Royal Caribbean has some 30% off cruise fares for a lot of sailings yet this year and into next year. Um, next year, Uniworld, we've talked about Uniworld at the beginning here. They've got some early booking bonus sales, and also I'm looking at some 50% off Princess Cruises. Walt Disney World's got some neat things. Uh, Globus Vacations, one of our great partners, has um, $500 off per couple on select choice tours. And uh, all kinds of neat stuff is out there, so they can take a look at that our website and see if anything works for them. I know there was a lot of criticism here in the last year about Disney World prices just going through the roof. Are you seeing that moderate a bit? No. <laughs> not, not at all? Not really. It's it's really not. Um, it, they, they're still pretty high. Um, I'm not a Disney expert. We've got some great Disney experts, though, and that's who you need to call because they're the ones that are going to find that deal for you, and they're going to make sure you're getting everything um, at a, a fair price that's out there, and they can help you with so many other things that I don't know about. I actually go to Marissa and some of our other uh, Disney experts at Fox, and they're the ones that will get up at midnight and make your dining plans for you. It, they're wonderful. We have just the best dream team, the Disney dream team at Fox World Travel. Yeah, and that's the only way to go is if you have somebody making the reservations for you because it gets crazy down there. Absolutely. I think Rose would agree with me. She doesn't do her own Disney bookings either. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, Well, let's talk about some of these European trips as well. Rhine and Moselle. Explain that one, would you? Yeah, that's a lovely river cruise that we're offering in May of next year. It's um, just, again, another river cruise. We really love our river cruises. This one is with Avalon. So the the Avalon ships are a little bit bigger than the Uniworld ships. They're a little, when you say a little bit bigger, yeah, uh, maybe 180 passengers compared to 120. So I'm not so saying still moderate, still it's moderate, not a big group. absolutely. And they've got these beautiful newer ships that are they have panoramic suites, which means they uh, have extended the cabins a little bit longer, so they're a little bit bigger cabins. And then they have uh, floor to ceiling windows for their French balconies that oh, open all wonderful. the way up. So it's like opening your whole it's like you're outside. It's wonderful. Um, and again, everything about Avalon is fantastic. They have great food, great itineraries, um, wonderful exploration type of trips. They've got, um, again, different types of uh, from gentle walking tours to um, bus tours to active, go active tours and the bicycles and all that great stuff, too. So this uh, trip from the on the Rhine is always wonderful. And uh, this one also hits the Moselle. So it's a little bit a little bit unique, something we haven't done in a while. So it's how many countries then on that one? Oh, that one is probably about four countries on that one. So you'll see a lot of good stuff. 
<laughs> Trust I me. love how you put that. A lot of good stuff. All right. A lot of people watch the coronation and we hear about the royal family and everything. And still, people want to go to Britain. And you've got another trip coming yeah, up on that one. Yeah, we do. It's called Beautiful Britain. It's May 22nd through June 3rd. Fantastic trip. Um, Everybody thinks of London when you go to Britain, and of course we're going to hit that, but this, there's so much more to that island than just London. So you'll get a chance to get into the beautiful nature outside of the city. Uh, I was shocked when I went um, and explored more of Great Britain and saw that they have wonderful national parks, wild horses, beautiful um mountainous areas, more hilly than mountainous, but um, it's such a, a fantastic country that we wanted to do a little bit more in-depth of just Britain. And so this is a, a great opportunity for people to spend a little bit more time there. And the history oh, it's amazing. is amazing. Yeah. All right, so somebody wants to know, how should you pack for a trip to Scotland and Ireland in September. In September. That's a great question as well. And I'm, I'm wondering if they're going with us in September because we do have a group leaving in a couple of weeks. Uh, Scotland and Ireland at that time will be similar to what it is here. Uh, but I would, which be, means anything. It could be anything. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'd be prepared probably for a little more rain. Uh, they just, that's why Ireland is green. It gets a lot of rain. So always be prepared for that. I don't think it's going to be cold. I think it's going to be moderately, maybe sixties and seventies. So again, a casual layers. In Scotland's a little further north, so is that it a little is. bit chillier then? It or? might be, but I, I'm still thinking you're going to have pretty good weather at that time of the year. Um, I'm going to bank on it. Let's. Do, <laughs> I'll put my my uh, my thing on the line here, but I'll say <laughs> that's uh, it's going to be nice. And I and like I said, it might be. If it get if we get in the fifties, I would be surprised. But I'm think I'm going to guess sixties and seventies, and just casual, comfortable, and uh, have fun. And we've got Colleen Allsbrook here. A couple minutes left to get through on the old National Bank talk and text line at eight five five six one six one six twenty. It is the Fox World Travel Show on WTMJ. Take care of your vacation issues before you hit the road. You're listening to the Fox World Travel Show with Rose Gray on WTMJ. Allsburg's been with us all morning long, and oh, here's a here's a, a comment. They can't wait for their next cruise with Colleen because they're an avid river cruiser, and they agree that is the only way to go. It's a huge plus because of the awesome chefs who can adjust those menus for people with dietary issues. And I guess that's that's a little bit more a little bit more doable on a river cruise versus one of those great big ships, isn't it? It is. They're doing a great job on the big ships as well, especially now gluten is quite a, a thing. So, uh, But that's a wonderful point that um, this person is making, and I'm wondering who this is that's cruising with me. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Uh, but that's a great point. Uh, the, because of that personal service that you have, they, they usually will bring the next night's menu out to those folks to look at and then they can adjust whether they can take the gravies off or take a um, you know if you're a diabetic or they can just help you and get your menu all set for the next night which is really nice because and they're going to know you or they're going to call you hello mr bob we're going to take care of you tomorrow no worries and, and it's really personal service on river cruises much much more personal than the big ships for sure oh well and and that's one of the things i love about cruising is all your meals are included yeah, exactly. That's why I I don't eat. I, eat, I need to eat more salads. Obviously, um, I just got it's off. It's so hard. It is. Isn't it, oh, when you're traveling? We had such an amazing cruise. I was on the New Amsterdam with Holland America last uh, well two weeks ago, and uh, 
every night was just something. It was like a treat to um, see what the menu was going to be like and just the great foods. I love Asian food, so I was mm. eating a lot of sushi and a lot of uh, Asian salads and things like that. And, and I tend to eat better, I think, when I cruise than I do at home because I'm not much of a cook. Uh, but um, I eat a lot as well. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to do on one of those ships. It you is. know, we didn't really uh, get into the whole Maui situation. And I know a lot of people have questions about what they should do, if they should still follow up on their travel plans. And tomorrow morning, you're going to join us on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more in depth, I think, tomorrow. Uh, today, I just wanted to hit on the fact that um, the governor, Josh Green, is doing pretty much daily um, announcements about the, the island itself. And I was waiting to hear what he was saying yesterday. I'm kind of keeping an eye on that. Um, but we're, we're looking, you know, at this point, they're tr- just telling everybody to stay away from West Maui. Um, the uh, airport actually is operational in Kahului, and um, it's it's just they, they need time right now uh, to get everything restored. It's just complete devastation, and we're just, you know, being in the travel industry and having been to Lahaina so many times, it just breaks my heart to see what has happened there. And uh, But uh, we're, we're helping support with some things, and um, we're also, you know, paying attention to uh, the airlines and what they're offering. And right now, I, I, we just saw that United Airlines extended their waiver out to the end of October, so obviously they know that people have a change of plans and things like that, so they're going to do as much as they can to help them get their tickets changed. Well, one one last time, if anybody is planning to travel, let's give the phone number of the website. Oh, okay. 866-GO-FOX-GO is our phone number, and it's so simple, foxworldtravel.com. Take a peek and look at all that we have to offer. It's always great to have Colleen Allsberg here. I'm Libby Collins, Dayton Kane will be back next week.